Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of Reality Rewind, which I kept calling Reality Rewatch for two days. And it was like, God damn, you don't even know the name of the own goddamn podcast. <laughs> like a goddamn fool. It's fine. We drink on here. so uh, Today we'll be wrapping up. Finally. Chasing Atlanta. Chasing Atlanta. Season two. We'll finally be done with it. It was a lot in season two. Season two was doing the most. Season two. So this is the fourth recording. We don't have to do that every time. We don't have to do that. It was. But first, let's start with... With Potomac. Um, no, God. Oh, girl, God. We're going to start with the... Well, let's we're just start gonna... with how our week is going. Okay. And then we'll move into the B side. We can and start then we'll go the into the entree. <laughs> My week is... Because uh, Chasing Atlanta should be easy. Yeah. My week is a lot. It's a lot. But it's because... What is it? Just... The stuff I'm working on, you know, all the things that I'm working on, the things that I can talk about and can't talk about, and then being somebody's mm-hmm. mama multiple times right before Christmas. <laughs> Bitch. I was about to say two times. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh. Duh. But then also, we're about to get, <laughs> and then I was like storm prepping today because we were we're about to get a foot of oh for right we're about the to get a foot storms. of snow so I had we had to like grocery st- shop and it's not going to be the only time no like we got three snowstorms hitting us back to back like it's supposed to be like a foot tonight and then it's supposed to snow again tomorrow night and then again on Friday so I've been storm prepping because we had to go grocery shopping we had to do all the stuff because we won't be because I live in Queens Queens is the forgotten borough of this bitch they don't shovel this motherfucker they don't we don't get shit out here like i had there's literally like frozen puddles (laughs) from the last time it rained because the sewage out here is so fucking bad it's like kiddie pools in the street when it rains and that shit is like frozen over and now it's snow on top of it yes yes so oh what the fuck i'm talking about it's it's the same thing here too shit So we had to we had to like storm prep. It is. I just happened to move into the decent area. Queens is the forgotten borough. It's like they act like we're not even a part of the city. And then when you get as far out into Queens as I am, it's like it's not even part of New York anymore. Because I'm at the end of the train line. I might as well be in Long Island. So it's like Okay. I, yeah, oh, I don't. Girl, no. They don't. We're like the last people to get plowed, and when they do, they create these giant ass snow banks that you can't get around. So you can't. You have to walk in the street because it's these giant ass. Mm-hmm. God forbid if you have a car banks that you can't get over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I trust me. I'm as a person who spends most of his, as a person who's chosen to go through life. In his, uh, in this vessel, meaning yeah. his body as his vehicle. I know exactly what the fuck you talking about. Not, <laughs> you gotta climb over shit just to get on a fucking curb. In the city, because car insurance is the ghetto here. Yeah, I awful. Trying awful. to same walk. thing here. Awful. And granted, I get awful. better rates than most people because of where I am in Queens. Because I'm in like this nice area. <laughs> I'm in one of three apartment buildings in my fucking area. It's still. Is it the same place? Mm-hmm. I haven't moved yet. I'm moving in the spring. Yeah, that's like. Yeah, that felt like. Um, you know those neighborhoods over on like Seven Mile, yeah. like Sherwood Forest. Yeah. 
it feels like a larger like that's essentially what it Sherwood is because it's like all these like million dollar houses but there's like just a bunch of old black people with a little yeah. bit of money well over here it's old brown people with a little <laughs> bit of money yes oh i'm sorry yeah wow. they're not because it's all it's all every damn near everybody over here is from like bangladesh or they're guyanese but they live on the other side I didn't know that. Damn, okay. everybody over here is like her school is okay. I knew the guy. Yeah, they're on the other side though. Um, her like my daughter's school is like ninety percent Bangladeshi. Like damn, everybody over here is from Bangladesh. So we're on. Well, damn. Yeah. All right, cultural learning experience. Yeah, it's a. It's like a a little. Oh. <laughs> it's like a gang. It's it's weird because they only talk to each other and they don't they only want their kids to be recognized and it's it's very strange over here more black people are moving over here though like more like american black people are moving over here okay but it's just because they you know it's a nicer neighborhood so you get better schools and because they're fucking up long island city and it's i mean well long island's always no 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 no. long island's like from no not long Long island long island city that's where Amazon was going to go. But once upon a time, there was oh. all the there were a bunch of black people and a bunch of Hispanic people that lived in Long Island City. Well, when Amazon announced they were going to go, they were going to move into Long Island City, all the rents and shit start going up and then Amazon blew that transformer up over the summer. So it was that that huge transformer explosion. Then they decided like, "Oh, we're not going there anymore." But all the rents were already hiked up, so everybody got priced out. So now you got people moving over here where I live. But I'm moving in the spring, so whatever. Well, that's going to be good. I hate this building so much. Well, I know. We, we've already talked Sheer about the clog dancers upstairs. Oh, they're not even the biggest issue. <laughs> Sheer garbage. <laughs> if they were the only issue, I could take it. But no. And I just don't have enough space. I have two kids now. This isn't enough space. For me and all no. my shit, and them and all their shit. So, yeah, and yeah, and as Sahara gets bigger, she's gonna be running around, tearing and tumbling oh. and rolling and rocking. No, 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 not as she gets bigger. Over. As of right now, <laughs> as of <laughs> That's this moment, <laughs> this she moves the furniture. This child moves the furniture. <laughs> so we have to move. <laughs> Girl, you better take the time now and teach that little girl how to lay tile and put up drywall. When I say she be redecorating at this hoe, like she be like, no, I don't like this here. We're going to move it. She tried to pick the couch up today. Oh my God. That's she so be cute. redecorating at this bitch. She like, no, it's, it needs to be over here. <laughs> like it's, she thinks she a little strong She do. Woman. She tried to pick up the couch. She be pushing the dining room chairs everywhere. She tried to move the table. She be moving the coffee table and shit. She doesn't like... How much of that is her just being like, fuck this it's shit? It's all like, <laughs> she likes stuff in different places. Okay, so it's not her just being like, you know what? I no, when she's had enough, she just throws shit. She just throws the shit. She's like, fuck it. Oh, I'm that's done. adorable. Uh, to be young, to be a baby, to be a baby and like throw shit around and have people and then look at you and laugh or be just she's only a mildly annoyed. She's a fucking troll. Like I don't think y'all understand so. that she's a fucking troll. <laughs> I feel like the world needs more black women. Oh, trolls. I got one. Oh wait, perfect segue into oh god. So Real Housewives. We of are going to briefly talk about Potomac yes. and them hoes over there and their reunion. Because what? So a consider this like a B side. 
That shit. It wasn't a shit show. It was one of the most no. It was amazing a great reunion. moments of my life. I am see. So what got me? So this is what sent me. Andy Cohen talking about Giselle. This season, your fashion has been a topic of discussion. I'm like, bitch, this season, because I've been saying that whole cane dress. <laughs> bitch, why was Isaac Mizrahi on a Watch What Happened Live discussing Giselle's fashion choices? And he says, you know what? She's brave, and I'm here for it. It was something along those lines. That's so fucking I shady. Screamed. That's so shady. I screamed. So that fucking workshop oh. quartet hat with that gold lame ass skirt but fuck her fashion oh, white t-shirt fuck her bitch. fashion can we talk about them ponytails because why can't none of these hoes blend their ponytails <sighs> none of them her robin no. and her fucking shaking go wigs that fucking wig she Awful. wore to the Tragic. reunion looking Tragic. like a car ran over that bitch like <laughs> so did she so, have like some kind so, of pattern in so her this head? is what i decided so you saw because I thought it was so just you dirty. saw the the WAP video and Megan Thee Stallion with her white tiger print yeah. wig. Robin got the Wish version. Oh yeah, Robin got the version you get on Wish. Oh, I didn't realize that's, that's what it was. I, I thought assume. I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with her hair? And I believe that's what she was going for for what Megan Thee Stallion had with her white tiger print wig. But Megan got, but Robin got the version that you buy on Wish. Well, perfectly honest, Robin don't need to be going for anything. The only thing that Robin need to be doing her is going ugly home. Ass hats. <laughs> That's her pretty much ugly it. Her ugly hats. Go sit down. <laughs> oh my god, them hats. Them fucking Embellished. hats. When, them when fucking Giselle hats. called that shit embezzled, I screamed. <laughs> Girl. Embezzling would imply that somebody wants it. Embezzlement would imply that. except for four year old girls. would imply that she got some money, and the IRS tells us she don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had it at one time. She just ain't got it right and now. So people kept talking about that pink dress, that pink blazer dress that her and Lisa Rinna, Lisa and, Rinna. Um, Erica Girardi all was wearing. But like I told my yeah. mama, I was like, that's because that shit got sent to Bravo and it happened to be their size. That's why they all had the same dress. Cause I know all three of them ain't bought the same damn dress. That shit got no, sent that to definitely that definitely came that through got a sent to Bravo, Bravo. And since they all use the same stylus, and it was like, Oh, you need something pink? Here you go. We'll Giselle decided yeah. that she didn't need Bravo stylist, which is why she always looked like Kmart threw up on her. Girl, she don't look like Kmart threw up on her. She looked like Giselle looks like a retired drag queen selling her dresses from 1985 yep. on. But Poshmark. also, she tried to call Karen out for her fake Fendi, which did say Indy, which did bitch. say Indy, and we ain't nobody altered the f off of shit because it wasn't there to begin with. <laughs> but also, Giselle. Let's not talk about Karen's fake Fendi with your fake Gucci headbands. Because they're not off like a motherfucker. Even if it is not fake, <laughs> like let's just take, let's just, let's just assume that it's real, mm-hmm. right? It is it ugly. Is. And you spent all of but that money. But it's fake. So all the shit. She got that shit from the beauty store. <laughs> just like that damn Chanel necklace. It was just ugly. like that damn Chanel necklace that she was wearing that she gonna post the picture and tag Target. Bitch, we know that shit ain't real. With them waxy ass pearls. We know it's not real. And this is from a bitch who buys that shit, but I also don't buy outside (laughs) of what I can afford. 
<laughs> I'm gonna give you the Mimi Foss on that one. Own your truth, exactly. <laughs> I have one a singular Chanel bag. I have a singular Chanel belt, a singular Christian Dior bag because I know that I don't live the kind of life that I that that's my whole wardrobe. But I also don't try to pretend like I'm out here and I'm not buying fake shit. If I can't afford it, I can't fucking afford it. These bras. I don't. All these housewives wear fake shit. We already know that. Every last one of them. There's whole Instagram accounts dedicated to it. Teresa Teresa from (laughs) Jersey is the worst with her fake Balenciaga t-shirts and shit. We all know all these hoes wear fake shit. We already know that. I'm a firm believer that Teresa's shit is real solely because she went to jail for her. Her shit, shit ain't real <laughs> because so those be Balenciaga. Ain't nobody going to jail for she, face unless she. She had it. on a pair of Balenciaga sneakers, <laughs> and I have the same sneakers. I know them hoes she was wearing was fake because I own the same sneakers. The colorway that she was wearing don't fucking exist. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now. Uh-uh. I, I don't have a if you're gonna wear a fake wear a fake that's fine but you live your life i don't judge that but don't try to call somebody else out for their fake like you not walking around in fake shit <laughs> well i also feel i also feel like the likelihood of karen huger karen huger Comment on to Bravo or to anybody's television in anything fake is very Oh, no, that low. dress was fucking fake. That dress was fake. That was a fake Fendi I mean, dress. I, I believe the alterations. And I'm like, okay, no, I can see th- it. See, this is the I thing. Just, I can't and see this is her why, doing that. This is why I don't believe the alterations. Because, so, the Fendi goes around the part that goes off the shoulder, right? It would right. make sense if you got it altered that the F was missing from the Fendi on the right side. But, when you got to the left side, the I would be at the shoulder. So, why is the F still missing? Because whoever did the alterations did it very There's poorly. There's no way. Because, because that you would have, shouldn't have been on that You would have one, of, one F or the other. You wouldn't have both of them missing. <laughs> Both Fs wouldn't be well, that's missing. If one or the other, because I only saw one F that was. They're missing, both though. missing. Both Fs on the back are missing. They both both times where it should say Fendi, it says Indy. I just, I'm sorry, I can't. Where's my phone? I'm I, gonna. I'm I gonna cannot pull see Karen Huger. So you can see it because with all of her like grand dame and all the shit that, that she's Fendi, done that and Fendi cape that she with wears, show, I just that can't Fendi see her showing up in anything fake. That she wears all the time is fake. Well, I mean, that's like, I always feel like, especially with that Fendi, that's like, remember Monica at the verses yeah. when niggas just freak shit? And I'm like, okay, do what yeah, you do. Yeah, but that, that is fake. <laughs> it's not designer approved. It's, it's reworked. Okay, here we go. It's uh, like Eric, refurbished denim. <laughs> so the Fendi's in the front. First of all, her Fendi print, like this one, that's not even the right color. It never came in the colorway that she's wearing. Are you yes, serious? it never came in that colorway. That's the first thing. Secondly, her cape, wrong color. The colorway is off. Oh. So then we get to the dress. It says Fendi on the front. But that's even also because if you look at 
Wait, did you Google Karen Huger fake I, Fendi and all these I pictures did. came up? I did. Oh because my god! Because if you look at her dress and the actual dress, you see the tops are different. They're different, and it says oh. Fendi on the front, but not on the back. Because it should say. Because if you oh. look, it should say Fendi down the sleeve as well. Hers doesn't. It is knockoff. Oh. I mean, hey, look. Whether regardless her whether cuffs Karen are Huger different, is knockoff her cuffs are different. Or not, all that it's different. It is knockoff, and I, that's look, fine because they all wear knockoffs. They do, and I don't, I don't knock anybody for wearing a knockoff. But don't try to talk down on other people like you're not wearing a knockoff. I still stand, regardless whether it's a knockoff or not. <laughs> I stand Karen. Jeter, I enjoy Karen. And I think Karen. the more important thing beyond like fake clothing is the true tea that oh, was no. spilled. No, no, no. I enjoy Karen. I really do. I enjoy Karen, Karen and I love the way reunion. that she be getting Giselle's messy ass together but she when she lubed that girl up she got monique ready she said monique, she said monique, monique up for the read she when said, monique said girl you ready monique when said, monique I got said you, pastor bitch. holy whore <laughs> i said oh bitch girl, <laughs> girl wait 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 that came after that came after because apparently also hashtag a bad bitches bindering all 2021 <laughs> let's get that the fuck out here Bitch, you better pull every motherfucking receipt on every goddamn body. A nigga, a boss, a friend, and you better have Monique that shit. Three pulled pumps, out the burn book, bitch. And Monique turned out the, bitch, the burn book. She, she said, Giselle did is a fugly not? slut. <laughs> she let that bitch have it from the time. And she was just so... That was that moment of like... I got you, right. bitch. But you don't know how but bad Giselle I got you. But needed it so because she's messy as shit. And she be really trying to she start did, she deserved some, it. some shit. She's been a piece exactly. of shit. Exactly. From before. day one. I go back and forth with watching it and not watching it because I can't stand Giselle and Robin. I was like, why do I want this the in my only, life? The episode that I couldn't watch when they when Giselle showed up with that fucking bodyguard. I was like, you hoes is doing a lot over this fucking fight. She wouldn't have been in my house. I was she like, y'all doing a house. lot over this halfway ass fight. It wasn't even a real fucking fight. Also, it wasn't really it wasn't. a fight. Now, for real. Candace talked to that was the not thing a fight. Is, the fight. Now, this is where I stand. The fight shouldn't have happened. Monique should have kept no. her fucking hands to herself. Also, and yes. Candace talked too fucking much to not be able to fight. Candy Ache got a lot of mouth with, with no, no hands, hands, and she is too little. If you're gonna talk that too much little to shit, be doing that. Because I said the same thing but about you need Kenya. To be crazy. If you gonna talk that yep. much shit and pop off that much, you better have hands. Because if not, when you get That's dragged, it. I don't have sympathy. Not an ounce. The and same thing I said like, about Kenya and Portia. Because Kenya pop all that shit. Because Kenya pop all that shit. Then Portia dragged her ass. I don't have nothing for you. Both of them was wrong. But for Monique to sit and talk about both for yep. Monique sitting talking about, oh she hit me first. Candace didn't hit you. Stop. Stop telling that lie. Candace and this just is this is up. why I've been like looking at Monique like, uh, bitch, this is kind of your fault because stop lying. The thing is, you said you kept flicking this girl's hair and then you hit her. She didn't hit you first. She she, had she it did. Coming. 
I'm that not saying necessary. that she did. I'm <laughs> she not had saying it that she didn't. But just say you slapped the bitch because she talked too much. Stop trying to make it like she hit you first because she didn't. She didn't put her hands on you. Yeah, and you're not going to be able to spin and that. That's like, why, you can't, there's no and that's why. And that's why it's kind of Monique has kind of been annoying me because she keeps trying to spin it like it was self defense. It wasn't. The bitch was popping shit and you got irritated. So you hit her. Well, it depends on what form of self we're talking about. It wasn't self-defense because she could have walked the fuck away. It was defense of her emotional self. She could have walked self. away. She could have. I'm not saying... Because see... Candiace could have as well. I'm, well, no, she couldn't because she had that bitch face first you on know, that I'm little table. Slap on her you know I'm team slapper You know. These bitches fucked up the charcuterie they did. board. They I fucked was up insulting. the charcuterie board. I was like, you hoes. Like, God unspilled the wine you? and fucked up the charcuterie board. I'm done with you hoes. Like, do you understand the amount of work <laughs> that it goes into making these cured meats, man? And fresh cheeses. Like, have some respect. All the fresh cheeses. You hoes is disrespectful. They fucked <laughs> up. The whole they fucked up that whole charcuterie but, board. Like, she snatched that bitch nah, up me, good. I'm team mm. slap a hoe. I am. I am. I am firmly from the slap a bitch tribe. You know that because you've seen me slap bitches. I am from the slap a bitch yeah. tribe. <laughs> but I also know. Would it read me my say? <laughs> I rap. I smack bitches. <laughs> But I also know that's a life like that's a life quote like that's something to is. live by like I y'all rap know and I y'all slap know bitches. I slap like, bitches. Yeah, you know Anybody right. that know me know I, I slap bitches. But I also don't argue with hoes. I don't. I walk no. the fuck away. Now if you come behind me still yelling after I walk away when I slap your motherfucking ass, you can't say shit because I tried to save your ass from this ass whooping. But you keep campaigning, you bitch. You gonna get elected. She didn't do the walk away. That's it. Candace was campaigning like a motherfucker for that ass whooping. Monique should have walked true. away first because then Candace was going to keep coming. Now you justified. All you got to do, see, you ain't have to flick her hair and all this other shit. You ain't have to do all that because you no. knew you could whoop her ass. You already knew that. And Monique always comes across like she comes across as a girl who can She's get down. She's a hood bitch. She will beat your ass. She like, I'm cute and I'm pretty, but I'll beat your We're fucking ass if I need it to place. be. Don't let the is she no 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 not like same place physically but from the same place oh, spiritually. <laughs> Don't let the cute shit fool you. I'll beat your ass. She's coming from the yeah. same place. I understand. No, her, I get her. But you gotta. But I'm if like, you're no, gonna claim it's self defense, you gotta walk away first because you tried to deescalate and this right. hoe kept popping. So when the Chihuahua keeps barking, you kick that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. You don't kick the dog. <laughs> I'm from the mind frame that you train the Whatever dog, that means. Right? So anytime that we're out and about, let's say we're sitting down at dinner. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to very nicely and politely get my black ass up. I'm going to pitch your plate up and I'm going to set that shit on the floor. And I'm going to remind you that dogs don't eat at the table. <laughs> Every time you come out of your motherfucking mouth at me, I'm going to put a little spray bottle out my bag. And I'm going to spray you in your face to remind you that dogs don't bite but their own. But you always remember. Like, I'm going to fucking but train you. But you always remember, you was the one to engage the bitches a lot longer. Because how many parties have you pulled me out of? Because I was about to beat the shit out of somebody who kept popping shit. <laughs> You engage the hoes I mean, a lot fair. longer than I do. <laughs> I'm from the like I'm from the mind frame like I fighting sometimes is necessary. Fortunately enough in my life it Oof, hasn't been. Not in mine. I because I train people 
how to interact with me. I train your ass for the too most with part. my fist, bitch. Because I get irritated. And I'm like, y'all, y'all ain't gonna keep with this dumb shit. Bitch. I get annoyed. Like I <laughs> bruises heal, right? The memory of that ass whipping lasts family. forever. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're Candace, then it's going to last forever. You taking all kinds of well-butrin and anti-anxiety medication. Because this bitch just snatched you by your weave one time. All she this did was snatch off like your an emotional fucking complete wig. Breakdown. And you acting like one time. she snatched your wig off. And you acting like she didn't fucking kill your mama and your dog. And like, bitch, go away. Y'all bitch. doing a lot. Y'all putting a lot on this. And she didn't do shit. She put in everything. Y'all putting so much on this. Everything. So much. And I'm just like, now, girl. Granted, okay, so wait a minute. We got to get to the We got to go back to the But hold on, because we got to talk about how Candace granted, pop up. leading up to that moment, Monique had been coming for Candace the whole fucking time. Oh, she, she had. had been trying to start no, no, a she, fight she the been. whole time. Because she wanted to drag the bitch because she wasn't over the shit from last season. And that's she, Instead that's of exactly trying to do was. that no play shade. friend shit, just say, bitch, I don't like you. That, and that shit, that's, I get that too. <laughs> and honestly, no shade, I understand Monique feeling the way that Monique was feeling. Because, bitch, I'll be damned if I'm sitting up here fat, full, and fucking pregnant and you coming at me any kind of motherfucking way. The minute that I give birth, we fighting. It's on sight, I am bitch. coming it's to your sight. home. And I am getting, I am going to deliver the ass whooping to you or your husband. If your husband is home, guess what? He can deliver to the person that is deserving. Whoever the fuck, all y'all can get it. It's on site, bitch. Whether it is you (laughs) or that leaky pussy bitch that gave birth to you, one or the other. Girl, and I get, and yeah, you're right. Monique, Monique, Monique has been like, Monique has had hell in her eyes for Candace all season. Because when she and I knew that when she came when she came at Candace about them sitting in the house for two hours, but didn't say shit to Giselle or Ashley. I was like, "Oh, you just coming for Candace? I see what this is." (laughs) But the binder, bitch. When she pulled out that nigga's phone number, I said, "Oh, okay, four zero one." She came. She came with the things. But also, can we stop pretending like? Giselle and Jamal was together because even her kids was like, bitch, why are we doing this? Her kids were like, and Monique dead ass said, don't Monique dead ass fucking said, why you sitting up here trying to get back with your with this man? Your kids don't even like it. This bitch read her in 30 seconds. She read her six feet into the settlement like, and it was fucking so I saw on Twitter somebody said that Phaedra called so Monique could run. Ooh, that shit took me down. <laughs> I wouldn't now say with, No, no, no. When uh, Phaedra Red King is talking about you trying to get pregnant because oh. somebody needed a $10 pizza. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I've been looking at, because we made these correlations. Boyfriend and I made these correlations too. And I was about this situation. I was like, yeah, Giselle, you remember when season nine, when <laughs> Andy asked Phaedra, is it true? Mm. And she went, that was the energy giselle gave throughout all of it so that's what i was Mm -hmm. thinking because that bitch sat there wins when okay best kiki best fucking kiki when that bitch first opened the binder it started reading it, flipping, flipping the pages. Ever pages. so delicately. I'm like, but bitch, Giselle you printed and said, stapled? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, stapled. 
color coordinates. Tabs, ho. <laughs> this bitch punch. to put the shit together. Was she was organized. organized. Mama was organized. She was with her organized. Reads. This bitch. <laughs> hey. She came like middle fucking management. Right. <laughs> During like the fourth quarter right. board meeting. She came to tell the girls everything. Just the old dumbass go sit there and go, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that bitch could say. Oh, that shit was so good. And then Karen, wait, wait, wait. So is Jamal going to be sitting behind you at the reunion? <laughs> Giselle. No, he's not here. Thought so. <laughs> <laughs> they played with that bitch. They passed the her back that Monique and, and You back bring a different nigga every reunion. Every reunion. (laughs) Bitch, she was, and that was that, when she was on that rant, that was very, it was very, um, uh, what's it, relatable. Because when I'm mad, that's exactly almost to the T how I fucking sound. When you just start going, it's like, and and, then you talking to that dirty bitch. I sat there and I was like, I am so glad that somebody's getting Giselle messy ass together because they all sit back Finally. and let Giselle stir up all this bullshit, which is what she does. For five years. Five fucking years. Giselle ain't had five a storyline yet. All she do is no. sit and stir up all this bullshit between everybody else. And then That's everybody exactly acts like she didn't do shit. Like, well, Robin sits there with her dumb ass and... <laughs> Defends Giselle. Robin is a fucking dog. That's because that's why I was saying that's that. That's because thing. Robin doesn't. Somebody that's because her Robin like knows this shit with her and Juan is played, and we're tired, and she doesn't have anything else to bring. So the only way to stay on the show is to stay on Giselle's team to say her little sidekick, so he could do this green eyed bandit bullshit. Ooh. But right. that's why they was trying. That's and why Karen was trying to get rid of Wendy because Wendy don't need them hoes. Let's not do. Wendy. I love Wendy because I, I love Wendy and all her degrees. I'm okay. I love her. I'm here for Wendy. She reminds me of all of my Nigerian friends. I'm okay on Wendy. I love Wendy and all of her fucking degrees. Her parents remind me of my in laws. I love Wendy and all her degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I lived for Wendy when she would read, when she would throw those degrees out. It was the thing that, that turned me off about Wendy. And it was just one line where it was right after the fight and she goes, I didn't sign up for Yeah, this. and it's like, girl, what you sign like, up what the for? Fuck it's did you reality sign up TV. For? It's like this Granted, has been a part of American culture Granted, for quite these, some time. Like, you know see, you what know the fuck what, it though, is. I was. I was annoyed by that at first, but then I was like, wait a minute, because when you look at Potomac versus all the other Housewife franchises, up until really this season, they've been trying, well, nah, I say up until last season, they've been trying to pull this faux etiquette bullshit, and it's like, oh, we don't do this, we don't do, because I could see, I could see. They've been pulling black respectability bullshit. That respectability shit. And so I can. 
And they've been a whole ass fool the but entire time. But I can see why time. Wendy would say, I didn't sign up for this, like the physical part, because that wasn't something Potomac had ever done. So when, so it's like, she like, I didn't sign Girl. up. Well, no, 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 no. Listen, to, let me, let hear me out. Reality TV as a whole, it's like, bitch, what you expect? But when you look at just this particular franchise, because they've been so heavy on the respectability, they hadn't done that. They're not Atlanta. Where it's like every season somehow getting dragged. They're not Jersey or... Because it's like Potomac and Beverly Hills has always been like the respectability seasons. They've been the respectability franchise. But <laughs> Beverly Hills only had the one with Lisa Renner breaking the glass. That is true. And then... I feel like there was I don't, more... Not physical. There have been a lot of arguments. I can't think of another physical... I mean, somebody will correct me. One of y'all out there that's listening to this will correct me if I'm wrong. But it's always been Beverly Hills for the whites and Potomac for the blacks. As the respectability, we don't do the physical thing. In New York. New no, York New York do does. Who got... I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I never New watched York. New York, honestly. I just assume because I know how bitches from New York are, so I assume. <laughs> No. I know how no. society bitches are not from those New York bitches. are. So I assume. These are not those girls. These are the girls that these are the girls that can give you a tongue well think they can give you a tongue lashing mm. anyway. They're very one oh one as far as like reads and shit go. Mm. Okay. That shit and see this is this is why that thing when Wendy said that that shit irked the fuck out of me. Because you have just said to the entire cast and crew and national audience that you have these four degrees that you are dr wendy that you are a professor johns hopkins that you are a affiliate for cnn and msnbc like you have all of these great things going right Mm -hmm. all of these good things going that align with what your goals are and with the person and the persona that you have put out into the world as this very pro-black i am a black woman who works her ass off shit right then you go and you sign up for the real housewives of potomac yeah the only person that has any kind of uh connection as far as we have seen i'm saying i'm specifying that to any kind of activism has been giselle's father uh, and giselle's father well, you know read karen about well, you her know, taxes candace, <laughs> candace worked in the white house and all that kind of stuff too she this did she worked for the obama administration candace worked for the obama i don't know in what capacity but she was working in the white house i actually googled to check she actually was working okay delivering no 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 no, no no if no, no, no. Candace she worked was, in there, um, shout out. Shout like, out to Candace. It was when she was at Howard. So it was like in an intern capacity. But, oh, so it was an but internship. But she definitely was working in the White House. Okay. I mean, internship or not, it's so hard to get those. I can't take that from her. It is. And no and no shade. It, it is very hard to do that. Um, but there is still a little bit of a difference between Candace taking advantage of an opportunity Definitely. To no, what Candace did and what and Wendy, Wendy is making doing is totally different very much yeah and for her to be like this intelligent woman to sign up for a show like this with all of these degrees and all of these but it's also because she didn't want to teach you knew 
what you signed up for. Because you knew this shit was going to hurt you in the end. This is because Winnie didn't want to teach no more. And this was her way out. In reality. She didn't have a way to tell her mama. Because you... Like... Because I know how African parents can be as my father-in-law, and I see the way he is with... (laughs) Oh, bitch. I know how hard it is. The bush. (laughs) (laughs) I know how African parents can be, so I, I understand her to an extent. Like, I understand her in a different way than a lot of other people do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's because I deal with an African parent like I don't deal with him directly, but I see the effect that he has on my husband. You know, so I yeah I understand her differently. This was her way out because she didn't want to teach anymore. I even get that too. So I can get this is your way it's out. Like, but you, you don't get, get rid to of sit one income and, say, and you supplement it with another one. But to say no, but to totally say understand. I didn't sign up for this when you signed up for reality TV is a bit naive. And I know that you're not that naive. And you are the most intelligent and most accomplished, not only out of all your castmates, but honestly, out of probably anybody on I, I'm reality guessing, TV, out of all of the franchises. Yeah. And truthfully, out of Andy Cohen himself, yeah. you knew what this yeah. was. And you knew that this could be a possibility. So you, the idea that you get to feel some kind of way because this makes you look bad Mm -hmm. bothers me. Because you are more intelligent than everybody else. And you know that this is what it is. You knew that the minute you got on the show and this camera, there was always a possibility of you looking bad. Mm -hmm. And those four degrees, all of that hard work that you've done, yes, you've been very beautiful on camera and very entertaining. And you've been a great look and a great representation for all the beautiful darks and girls out there that are smart. You have. But the minute you got on that camera, your credibility in any academic sense has gone out the window. I could see that. You knew what the fuck you were getting into, girl. And this little, like, hair snatch is your least concern because you look bad the moment the camera turned on and they said action like that's just it and her as being as smart of a woman as she is knows that there is a different set of standards for black women and black women being on these reality shows with all of those degrees like she likes Mm -hmm. to tell everybody she should know that because of all the work the time and the money she put into it this is probably not gonna be a good look for her in any way shape form or fashion and that's just it she wants to be respected as being smart she is smart but this isn't her career has shifted into a lane where those degrees are no longer applicable i agree with you I agree with that. Nobody wants smart people on reality TV. They want the mess. People watch reality TV for the mess. They want mess. So that's why I've been like, Wendy needs, like, Wendy, you, out of everybody on the show, has had the most to lose. And you knew that going into this. So you don't get to sit back and say, I didn't sign up for this because Monique snatched Candiace across the charcuterie Mm -hmm. board. You signed up for it, girl, and you and all of that time and all of them degrees just went out the fucking window. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like, I live for Wendy, but when I heard that, it it just... It rubs me the wrong way. Total was like, okay. It's like, I see you. Like, I see you, girl. I see you. I see you, sweetie. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> so that was a B side, right? <laughs> a forty minute B side. So I think I know, but it needed. We had to. We girl. did. We had to. And plus, we only got what four episodes of Chasing Atlanta. Yeah, we have. Anyway. We'll be fine. We have and time. This will be completely fine. <laughs> yeah, and this is. It kind of works as a nice field yeah. filler. Oh my god, this goddamn cat just sat on my fucking. <laughs> You see this? Shit? I do. I see. Look, <laughs> your cats are so funny. This little, she's so fucking rude. It's the moment that I went to go grab them. She decides she's gonna jump her little raggedy ass on a movie cat. Okay, so I think we left off at um episode mm-hmm. six because we talked about. I think we got to the last form of Q's unit. The oh last my iteration god! Of I'm it still not grades. convinced it was a unit, but okay. Jason, Jason isn't either, and I'm like, something doesn't feel right about. I'm this. not like, convinced. I don't feel like it's like this is not his hair. Like I know it's not his <laughs> hair, and he's always bald. Now. Yeah, I just think he cut his hair off. I just, I'm not convinced it was a unit. Nothing about. I rewatched those last couple episodes. Like I rewatched like the second half of the season. It doesn't look like a unit to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I wear units. A bitch loves a wig. I, it just doesn't look like that to me. There is, there is definitely, there is definitely some hair on his head. There is I'm definitely quite a bit of hair on his, his head. That I, is not his. I do believe. Well, not grown. Now, I do believe that his locks have extensions, but I don't think that it's all a unit. It doesn't look like that Girl, to me. It was chopped down. That little top braid, that little top bun and thing. See, I think that he's doing the Lil Wayne thing and he just has extensions in his locks, but it doesn't look like a unit to me. Like, it doesn't look like a piece. I'm still convinced. That's, that's fine. We can agree to disagree. Because <laughs> I just don't, I don't see it. It's Atlanta too. It is Atlanta and niggas love a unit in Atlanta. Don't they? Because I went to with that little plug. Wait, because I went oh, to a um, and the little I went breaks, to an, uh, little an event and, and a, little, a little like kickback a couple months ago. And the first thing everybody said to me, like, "Oh, your wig is laid." I was like, "Oh, so you niggas love a unit?" Okay. <laughs> yes, they but do. you know, my wig do be laid. My yes, wig stay do. laid. <laughs> oh no, they you do. Niggas they love do. a unit. Y'all love it. And they was like, "So who?" Who laid your frontal? I was like, oh, bitch. It was, like, my stylist in New York because she will lay my frontal. Because <laughs> niggas in you Atlanta. Niggas. I mean, Bronner. What is it? Bronner yeah. Brothers? Yeah. Bronner yeah. Brothers. It's a, the it's hair a show, black yeah. hair mecca. Actually, it's what Detroit kind of used yeah. to be. Definitely I mean, not I still know. I know quite a few stylists there that will lay a unit. My sister-in-law being one of them. Oh, no. They were always in this city. Like, girls in this city, when they get their shit done, they get their shit done. Yeah, whenever I need to get my hair done and I'm there and I can't get to my stylist. (laughs) I usually go to my sister-in-law when I need my hair done because she be, she lays my shit out. Like, it's... I almost said... (laughs) <laughs> these bitches always get their hair done unlike you who had them two struggle braids like he's selling them they wasn't got a styrofoam cup for 50 cents a cup them two struggle braids he looked like the girl down the street that was selling the frozen kool-aid with all the sugar in it in the styrofoam cups for 50 cents 50 cents <laughs> for a small dollar for a large oh frozen quarter waters i believe is what the old Stop, folks call i'm done <laughs> So, episode 
So we did. Did we cover? We covered. Yeah, that, right? we we got through what you say is his last unit. Okay, so we were at um, Montel's fashion mm-hmm. show. Okay, so opens up. Oh lord, this was messy. It was. I forgot how how messy the fashion show was. So we open up at Montel's fashion show. Devon um, is catering the food, which they said which was really great. good. Like they did, and it actually it looked, it looked good. good. It's, like it's Devon fun. looked like, like he cooked like old black. Lady. I'm sure he could throw that shit down for real. Like it's mm-hmm. Devon looked like you would leave his house with heart disease and yes, diabetes in the best way possible. Oof. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm looking look at out. wigs, they, and I they, want they, this you just one. give your leg away. <laughs> I'm looking at wigs. wigs. I want this wig so bad. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. It is. is. I want this wig. I need to go to Atlanta so this nigga can do my hair, but it's like fifteen hundred dollars. Ooh, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. I don't give a fuck. I'll pay the fifteen hundred dollars because they're gonna be laying a wig out. See, I'm cheap. I'd just be like, well, I guess I'm just gonna be walking around with big titties Uh, and a bald head. I spend, I spend five, six hundred dollars on my wigs anyway. So it's like shit. You niggas are getting all these cheekbones. I ain't buying no wigs. You getting bald head? I mean, even this, this shit was two hundred dollars. You got this options. shit was two hundred dollars plus another hundred and fifty to get it put in. So that's not that's not too bad though. It oh, looks good. You. They're like six weeks old and it's time yeah. to take them out because but I'm being lazy. It just gives a little ball hole. Yeah, look. they that's look it. more real. The Shabby longer they in, the more real they look. It's you know. <laughs> yeah. So we know that Devon now is doing the mm-hmm. catering. The food was it did great. look really good. Uh, Gardini, it did look good. Gardini and his boyfriend, uh, Devon's boyfriend, Dewan, enter. Yes. Gardini makes a very slick comment about how Devon's real friends are here to celebrate Which I was him, like, as if Sky ugh, was not there. Was like, ugh. It, that was just unnecessary. And it wasn't even shady. It was, it was just, just like, dumb. what are we doing? Yeah. It's like, we're at a, for God's sakes, we're at, we're at a fashion show in somebody's WeWork space. Like, let's just right. chill out. Honestly, okay, let me chill out on the WeWork because I I did love that space. Like, I love that exposed brick wall, hardwood floor, like that completely and utterly. Yeah, no, it was a cute space. It was a really cute space. Really cute. And truthfully, out of all the shows and shit that we have seen, Montel's was the most put together, except for the except for the cast. Yeah. If the cast wasn't there. It would be the most out of everybody's professionally put together show. Like it looked good. It looked entertaining. We had even like the fun segments with the girls that came out and Jay said it or hashtags. Well, not hashtags slash major Reddit and Javon, uh, uh, not Javon. Montel's old juicy ass got out there and started dropping. He it was doing all of the things. I was like, okay. He was. <laughs> And I was like, okay, look at the thick boy get down. I like a thick boy. I know boy you do. I know you do. It's like, oh, hmm, like a snack. Fuck a snack, man. That's you a whole like ass a meal. Like, like <laughs> fuck a meal, bitch. I like a buffet. <laughs> and that booty is a buffet. No, oh, no, see, we're not going to do that. So, <laughs> so, also at Montel's fashion show, we have Dewan's, um, how do I say this? Uh, need to confront multiple people on the show. Yeah. So he confronts Q about the Stacey Adams comment. Yeah, which was which like got kind of heated. But why? Like I thought he was gonna slap Q for a minute, like dead ass. I thought he was gonna just like smack the dog shit out. Yeah, of him. it was just like, but why are we doing um, this? 
Cause it's it's Stacey Adams and this. Like I don't get it. Like it's... Bitch, when he got mad about it, I was so I was confused, one, why that was a read, and two, why he got right. mad about it. Cause I'm like, right. Stacey Adams, she was a cute. But I'm also like, who gives a fuck? Like it's a thirty dollar pair of shoes. If it's a thirty dollar pair of shoes that you're gonna wear out that are cute for one or two, who gives a shit? Like you look cute, you look nice, you look good, great. Oh, you wearing Stacy Adams? Like nigga, get the fuck out of here! I know you ain't talking with that old fucking sherpa ass rug on the top of your goddamn hair, <laughs> with that old fucked up ass hairline, nigga. You worried about motherfucking Stacy Adams, and you out here looking like a goddamn blown up fucking fabric store? Get the fuck I'm out of here with you. I am finished. Like literally, I'm finished. This nigga look. His head looked like all of arts and mm-hmm. scraps. Like get the not fuck arts out and scraps. of here. Nope. See, I can't do this with you. And I don't nonsense. understand. I don't no. understand. Nope. Can't do it. Not gonna do it. Not allowed. You don't get the right to talk shit about anybody. Not when you made a conscious decision before the eyes of Ooh, god to don't have bring that jesus shit into your on nonsense. your head do not bring jesus into your nonsense <laughs> he did he did the moment he put that shit on because god is always I'm watching dead. and the lord saw that and that I'm was a sin, an abomination Mm-mm. a poor decision nope, i'm dead i'm finished this thing got the nerve to talk about stacy adams like girl shut up if you don't get your ass the fuck out of here, go, go, go and sit down, ma'am. That's when you just go, girl, go sit down. Just go sit down, girl. Go. Because this is like, the, he is nothing. Q puts himself in a position to be nothing more for the right bitches sharpening tool. And by sharpening tool, I mean when the claws come out. <laughs> and I was so happy that Dewan got at that nigga. He got at, and I swore, it, was like, it felt like Dewan was about to smack the shit out of him. And Dewan cooled, Devon cooled him down. Devon cooled him down. Oh, also the confrontation with Akeem. That didn't, that re- really wasn't anything. Dewan punked Akeem yeah. out. Akeem backed down. It was it was like that. It was just very quick. It was like, oh, okay. Well, that's resolved. But after the whole Dewan thing, the cast go in the back. Gardini is talking about uh God, what was she saying? Oh, the Cameron jacked pee on me shit. Yeah, which is and like, why is that even? It goes back up? to Q. Because if he want niggas to pee I don't on know. him, that's his fucking business. Like, I don't get the kink shaming. Like, let chill the fuck out. Also, that is like the most mundane. Exactly, of all, of kinks. all the kinks in the world, like this shit is basic as fuck. Like, why are we talking this about is like this? Low level. Like, I. I don't get why we're talking about this. Like that's it. This that's shit all is he mad wants? basic. Like, like no. Like get the foot. Like it's not like he's like yeah. I want you to stick your dick in your exactly. Like peeing and on even that is, is like pretty basic. mundane. Like the, of all the kinks in the world, it's like why is this such a focus? It's niggas getting it shit been a focus. on their chest. Like, why are we? Bitch, do you know the number of niggas that have offered me money to shit you on them? You know the niggas, like, the number no. of niggas that have offered me money to shit on them. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like no, like, it's so stupid. Like, out of all the things, it's the most ridiculous. They go back and forth about this garbage. Q screams. Q said what? It was a bunch of nothing. It was honestly a whole bunch of fucking nothing. At least until we get to the model call. Eric's model call. Right. 
So the model call was like, a, what the uh, fuck are we he's doing? Having a like, too. Vince, okay, so important to note that Q pulls both Lauren and Montel aside to uh, make amends. They actually come to some understanding in regards to Montel and Lauren's relationship. Montel explains to Lauren that he was just venting to a friend and it should never got back to, to her. Right. And that's really what it was. And Lauren accepted that and they walked off. Now, bitch, get to this, though. When Lauren said, so me and Montel just talked and there's an elephant in the room and its name is Gardini. Bitch, I screamed. I was like, so y'all just gonna be real petty and call this nigga an elephant? Gonna call this man an elephant to his face. <laughs> This bitch go call this plus size man an elephant to his face in front of everybody. Like this, y'all in are mad petty for calling so, him an elephant, but also he shouldn't have had that, that little ass was piece hilarious. of fur on his fucking arm either, though. Like it's <laughs> oh, you know, choices. Gardini and that fucking old sheer ass. I'm a sexy auntie. Oh shit. Them like fucking kimonos. Them fucking kimonos. And I'm a bitch that loves a kimono. Oh. <laughs> what did RuPaul say? Kimono, she better don't. <laughs> no, Bitch, I almost spit my wine long. out. You is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real. She said, "Come on, no, she better better don't." So they address the elephant in the room. Then <laughs> the elephant begins. Well, first they address the elephant in the room and everybody yell at the bitch about the shit going on. <laughs> and then when this bitch starts to speak, everybody's like, bye. Girl. Right. <laughs> they like did all that shit. And then when she started talking, she was like, I'm out this hoe. Like <laughs> everybody's like, I'm out. Bye, girl. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. They was like, we don't want this shit. Oh, that you was hilarious. <laughs> Not an ounce. <laughs> Them hoes are shady. That's what makes this shit so uh, Oh, we'll get into why. <laughs> well, remember, too, there was a... Um, and this is slightly important. There was that moment where um, they were asking her, and she was just like, what? Like, she couldn't yeah. hear. And that is actually kind of important for the reunion, yeah. to remember. It wasn't that she just <laughs> went off and was ignoring. She didn't... I guess it didn't... Re- she didn't realize that... They were addressing literally the elephant in the room. They were addressing <laughs> that shit was awful. I can't believe she uh, said that, that was that just shit. as bad as when on like <laughs> on top model. That That's just rude. as bad as when on top model. They made the one plus size girl the elephant. I was like, you hoes is trash. Like, <laughs> no, Kenya wasn't plus size. She Kenya wasn't plus size. She, she had just, just gained, gained a little weight. Bit of but weight. either way it goes, I watched the um it interview was like, with her. Y'all are trash. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right well and apparently because i've been watching a lot of interviews now i've been obsessed with like the interviews that are happening with the cast now where they're like this is fucked up this yeah. show was fucked up this is yeah. what really happened i couldn't get a gig yeah. kenya was like yeah it was fucked up that they made me glutton and elephant miss J. Mr. J talked about it after and was like, Yeah, he was on. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? This old bitch was both glutton and elephant. He was on um, Tracy Clayton's podcast, What the Fuck Back Issue. 
I listened to that episode. Who oh. used to host another round? Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry, but you said Tracy Clayton. I was thinking Tracy. I fucking Chatter. love Tracy Clayton. Can we just talk about it? But I uh I was listening to the back issue and he was on there and he was like, cause he said he was like. I wasn't on board with that shit, the blackface shit. I wasn't on board with none of that shit. But I had to do it because yeah, it was my that. job. Like, I didn't want to be a part. Yeah. But... And that's the unfortunate right. reality. Right. Also, the gag really is, is like the ultimate responsibility for all of this shit falls on not only the networks, mm-hmm. but the sponsors. Because all of this shit had to be talked about with the sponsors Because y'all wanted beforehand. this shit because y'all and knew niggas was going to watch because Nick, just to be mad. Elite. Y'all knew niggas was gonna hate watch the shit. That's and that's why y'all signed off on this bullshit because y'all know the controversy. Because y'all knew y'all put them white hoes and blackface on the commercial, niggas was gonna tune in. Y'all already knew. <laughs> it was in. It was right. a mess. It was a, like they. It just. It is what it is. It is what it is. So we were at. Uh, okay, so we wrapped up Montel's fashion show. Then we went to um, Eric's uh, model cap call. Also, why so is he here? That I don't understand by. why Eric is here. Like, he doesn't add anything. Because Eric's like, too normal. Like, he doesn't normal. add anything to the cast. He doesn't do anything. He just, like, agrees with whoever's next to him. I don't think Eric does. I think Eric is just cool. You know what I mean? Maybe he is and just when too he's agreeing normal with for other reality people, TV. He's agreeing about Akeem. He's just too yeah, normal. Like so. he just seems like a pretty like he's just decent too calm kind of for kid. reality TV. That's it. That's yeah. really it. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Like he, he's just a. I feel like Eric is just a, a just normal like decent person. Exactly. Like he gets a little involved in, but drama, not really. But not he doesn't much. really want to be involved. He doesn't want to no. do like really. You know what I'm saying? He just wants to like just do his custom denim or whatever the fuck and right and i can see though why you say that he would agree with everybody else because the thing that he's agreeing with everybody else on is akeem (laughs) basically (laughs) so that's fair that's why i was like nah he's just he's just a normal person because any normal person when they see the shit that akeem does which we're going to get into very very soon uh at uh cameron's fashion did we do that did that already happen? uh did yeah we, we talked cameron's about cameron's fashion, fashion show? show wait at the vfw hall yeah i i don't know i don't remember if we talked about it or not no we didn't get into we got to cameron's yes, first fashion show not the other the first one season. we yes. didn't get into the second one and that's actually coming up after this next topic so gardini q and well q and gardini meet for dinner and they are just discussing what happened at Montel's, not Montel, uh, Eric's model call. Um, and Montel comes up. And it's also important to note, too, it's also, ooh, let me enunciate, because I'm just like, it's also important to note, too, that during the model call, uh, Montel told Gardini that his main issue was, is I vented to you as a friend about something that's happening with somebody right. else that we now both are considering as right. being a friend. And then he you shouldn't went have back said anything. He shouldn't have said it. anything. He shouldn't. Because friends vent about other friends mm-hmm. all the time. And that's just like, that's life. Like, that's just what happens. And you should be able to talk to your friend right. about other friends, especially when there's like a question of right. an issue. Like, it shouldn't be an issue and it shouldn't get bad. My heat just kicked on. So, Montel so threw some kind of way. In the background because my heat just kicked on. Bitch, all I can hear is me like barely breathing. It's cold in the motherfucker in here. 
know. Ooh, I know. Especially when the place is controlled. Exactly. Heat. Oh, I like, know. Th- this is why I gotta fucking move. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. blame you. It's raggedy. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> um. So Gardini doesn't know that Q secretly invited invited Montel to. Uh, yeah, with all this secret invite Montel, shit, it's like, girl, I don't know. It it's is a setup. like and just I don't, go I don't, away. Like, shut up, shit. Like, just tell me if it's hey, you and this person have an issue. I want to get the two, the three of us rather together to work this issue out. Okay, fine. That is perfectly okay. fine. Don't do no. Oh, I'm invite you, and I'm invite this. Even bitch, though I know you don't oh, like this bitch, bitch, but it's like, oh, bitch, bitch. I was trying to get y'all okay. to talk. <laughs> Slight side note about former shady life, right? You remember the former friend of mine, former friend who was crazy as cat shit and lied about a Which bunch one? of shit. Um, she... yes, yes, yes. You said she. Okay, don't I say know. no names. Yes. No don't names. Don't say no names. Yes. So she still follows me on. There Instagram. was a party. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I see that bitch like every like every Oof. six or seven months. Gag. Okay, so gag. Also another slight quick combo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was one party, two things. There was mm-hmm. one party I had and I had invited that her and her ex girlfriend and didn't tell them and it was just like fucking You're I'm drunk. Petty. I'm <laughs> and I told get this though, I told all of my other friends that this is what was happening and not them. <laughs> So everybody knew it was just like, oh shit, I am a asshole petty person. I am, unfortunately. Two, that same friend, me and boyfriend walking down the street like last summer, and I see her right, and I go, doesn't oh, she dear live God, near this you? Bitch, I don't know, girl. Mm. She did at one point. I don't know anymore. But um, I say, oh dear God, here goes this bitch, and I'm complaining, and I'm complaining slightly quiet, but not too, you know. Not too quiet. If you were, if you were standing a couple of feet from me, you would have right. heard me, right? Because you're a she petty bitch. She gets closer. We say, "Hey, hey!" And there is this couple that's standing next to me as I'm walking past. Bitch, I know they heard everything. It's black couple at that, and I know that girlfriend told because she heard everything. Bitch, that girl walked past me, went and said hello to that couple. I said, well, God <laughs> I looked at the boyfriend. It was like, "All right, we gotta move quick, nigga, because we can't be fighting on gas." <laughs> We are almost home. He was like, what? I said, nigga, move fucking quick. I'll tell you when we get home, nigga. I'll tell you when we get home. i tell you, you when we get home. To, and you don't you also know have nothing to bring else. boyfriend here because I haven't met him yet. So you have oh, to yeah. bring him. Oh, yeah. And he can meet my kids and be abused by my children, as everybody else says. Um, he won't. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, I'll be at this bar. No, it was nice my to house. Meet you. See, we the funny thing about there. my kids <laughs> Is that they come, they say hello, and then they go about their fucking business because they know. Oh no, girl! Even if if there's a child there, he'll just go. But that's the funny nice thing about you. my kids oh, my because my kids are being <laughs> raised by me. Even adults that hate kids yeah. love my kids because they oh, no, go about definitely. their business. The big one and the little one, they go oh, about no. their fucking business. No, I have no doubt. It's just, it's literally like just him. It is just I have him. the bar in my house. I had a little baby over and he'd be like, oh, No, okay. that's the Hi funny girl. thing. Is, okay, it's I'm like, they, y'all come, y'all sit. I have the bar in my house. The kids go to the back of the house. We'll never see the kids again. <laughs> I didn't tell they hungry. And that's the thing. The funny <laughs> thing about it food. is because my kids are my kids. 
We don't even see them when they're hungry. The big one go in the kitchen and get the food, take it to her room. She feeds her and her sister. We never see these children. <laughs> and, be, and be done. <laughs> um, so they're at the dinner. Montel joins. They go over everything. Gardini explains himself. Montel explains himself. Gardini also explains why people call him a scammer. Which is when we find out about Pulse. Yes. The Pulse GoFundMe um, shit and was like, what? The Pulse GoFundMe. Suspect. Completely suspect. Like, I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? Like, Right? It was, um, it was very, if it, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'll put it this way. Because I want to give Gardini a, the benefit right. of a doubt. Right. Right. If this was not what his intent was with that GoFundMe, it is very sad it is. that this happened. Because what they've said was, is, hey, Gardini and another friend set up a GoFundMe in honor of a friend that died at Pulse. And that friend's mother was pissed. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And that friend's mother went on the record saying she never authorized this. She's never seen any money. Blah, 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 blah. Um, plus Gardini has also been imprisoned for scamming, which I'm assuming is checks and credit yeah. card fraud. Yeah. Cause that's usually what the girls do. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, I know too many girls. The I know girls too many girls that are not in jail for checking credit, credit card, card fraud. <laughs> they do. Bitch, I'd be scared to like just write a check or swipe my card solely because it's like, ooh, girl, I know the money's in here, but I know these bitches have been doing this exactly. for quite some time. And I'll be damned if I walk on their back. Say, no, no, ma'am. I'll be damned if they walk so I can run. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> it ain't none of that, bitch. All right. So let's get to one of my favorite moments of season two, which is Cameron's fashion show. The second one. Where we actually see that Cameron got, Cameron, Cameron's growing as a designer. I would say his garments looked uh, more interesting um, than the previous collection. It's a lot of cat suits and a lot of mesh. But Mama loves a mesh. And you know what? (laughs) Mama loves a mesh. Yes, she does. (laughs) But I'm going to give her a shout out. But definitely Regardless whether it's a mesh and... Definitely better. And you know what you're trying and you're growing. And that's what it, you're chasing exactly. your dream. It's the name chasing. Exactly. So we get, and it's not just Cameron's fashion show. It's like a collaboration fashion show between Cameron and a bunch of different, and a bunch um, of different artists. other people. Yeah. And one of them has an underwear line. Which was doing a lot. Mama was giving all It was doing more than a lot. Like... It was nothing but ass exactly. and dick. And I was like, can they show this Mama on was giving all the things. I was just like, okay. Like, this is a lot. Right. <laughs> it was a lot. It was it was cute, though. Like, I'm going to give it, it like, anybody cute, that's out there, like, Mama grinding and doing their thing. Like, I might it was giving grinder realness. But seriously, like, it do was your very, shit. Like, make your, it, it was. was very much very giving much grinder realness. Like, Malibu. I was just like, okay, girl. <laughs> Ooh. It was the Amazon. It was. It was. Honestly. It was cute, but it was just like, ooh, girl. Which do the do the goddamn thing. Like niggas got like there's a lot of gay boys. I clutched my pearls. I was like, now. mama, so this shit. is this, ooh shit, girl. <laughs> oh, bitch, did you see Akeem filling? Yes, on that one I was like, this underwear? is very predatory, and it makes me Disgusting. very uncomfortable. Like I skin crawl. No, Disgusted. I was uncomfortable. 
disgusted, could not deal with it, could not handle it, was wasn't necessarily surprised by it, but was just like, ugh. It no. made me very uncomfortable. Okay, so let's get to the real thing. Oh, also, just kind of side note, Lauren, Lauren looked great, like amazing in that black, like the up, best I've ever that seen her. Bitch like amazing. Good. She looks so good. She was giving you. She was giving you very honestly. She was giving you Monica very much. And I was so, like, okay, Mama was very much giving Monica good. like circa now. Like it, yes. Mama looks good. Like I, I when she I, I will good. say one thing about Lauren. Like I don't know about her hair shit and all the other shit. Like Mama's kind of kind of giving me scammer, but Mama always looks great. <laughs> she be turning a fucking look alleged scammer can we be sued i mean bitch i didn't say it the girls are saying alleged. mama's a scammer i don't know well they, they, they did call her the girls scammer, are saying so. it i don't know mama i don't know she i don't know shit about her but they saying mama's a scammer but mama be turning the look when i say mama walks in and turns the she party, gave a look like it's <laughs> when she was like, oh, okay, I came for Cameron's fashion show, now I'm leaving. And she gave Montel right. that little kiss goodbye, and that hair flipped. It was like, she, Lauren, she didn't come to play that day. She, she looks amazing. Good. I will give the flowers because so, Mama's wig was laid, the outfit was right, the makeup was, was right. It was Mama perfect. looked amazing. She I can't say good. whether Shorty's a scammer or not because I don't know her business like that. The girls are saying she's a scammer. Well, if she is, she's a good But if she scammer. is, she's getting her coins and Mama looks great. That's it. <laughs> she looked good. So... We get one of the season's uh, biggest conflicts Oof. and confrontations. Probably one of the season's most ridiculous yes. confrontations, too, yes. honestly. So we find out that Akeem and Montel have been having just a very quiet, off-camera mm-hmm. conversation. Mind you, people have been drinking. A lot. And Akeem is a drunk lot. at this point. When a I say the Hennessy was flowing. Like, he was filling up on that boy, you Hennessy can tell he was, was drunk. The Hennessy was flowing. It was, yes. Niggas was yes. drunk, like drunk. So apparently, Akeem and Montel are having this conversation off camera at the table where we find out that uh, Montel's ex-boyfriend, who was actually at that Christmas give back where they have five different arguments outside of the nail salon, <laughs> that ex-boyfriend is trying to quote unquote expose Montel. We never find out about what. We just know that he's yeah, trying to Yeah, and I'm just always every time I say expose, Montel. I'm just like, but what though? Like, what are we talking about? But what is he? What is he exposing? Like, is it, if it's nude photos, please send me. <laughs> I would. Hey Montel, if you you probably you probably will no. never hear this, but if you and do, if you do, don't sue us. We like I you. I am. I, I, I love you. <laughs> you are so gorgeous. Um, I'm in a relationship, but my partner thinks that you are a right. as well. We both we can work it you. out. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you don't want shit I have to offer, to but over there, they can work that out for you. No. We got we got a 1,200 square foot, two bedroom, two bathroom, hardwood floor, bay windows, washer and dryer in unit and two patio <laughs> apartment. 
Not enough space for you. Not buddy. you shooting your you shot. Booty. Not and you shooting your shot. <laughs> you know, you you thick and juicy. I know you like to eat, nigga. So uh, a nigga can cook. Okay, we talking about James Weir nominated restaurants. You better, a nigga you can cook. With. When I tell you, this nigga right here is the reason why Rest I gained weight. Y'all better get on it. <laughs> I know I made that nigga fat too. He wouldn't got a BBL <laughs> shit. I'm about to go get one too, bitch. Tell my yeah, fuck, baby. I actually everybody When I need this ass to pop. It, I'm like, like, oh. <laughs> bitch, I'm about to be 37. I need this shit to pop. <laughs> oh my God. You trying to be exactly. a grandma. Well my kids are my oldest kid is seven, Jesus. so I'm not worried about that right now. But <laughs> No, you preparing. I need early. my shit to pop, bitch. I'm about to be 37. I can't go into 40 with this regular ass. Like, I need my shit on some extra shit. <laughs> I've 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 thought about it too. I've thought about nah, it too. Nah, bitch, you. I'm not. Gonna, I, but I'm also like, if I'm gonna spend three thousand dollars on anything, the first thing I'm buying is a Nintendo Switch. That shit is two hundred dollars. The fuck? I want my Switch before I want a new booty. <laughs> you a Switch Lite is two hundred. Okay. A regular Switch is three. Oh no, I don't. Want a regular a Switch, Switch is three. So I that's still twenty seven hundred dollars towards a new booty, bitch. Because <laughs> I need a couple. Of, it's gonna be like two thousand. Because I want a bunch of shit. I want to. Oh, I was shit. told. So I told you I went to the Nintendo store and shit. So the Switch Lite, you mm-hmm. can't hook up to the TV, but to get Among Us is $5. So I'm good. Yeah, it's super So I'm going to get her Among Us once she opens her Switch and all this other shit. And then she can talk to me about oh, yeah. being the imposter and or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't. She's mommy, I'm the imposter. She's, she's gonna, gonna so want to leave excited. any room that she's not the imposter because even when she plays Roblox and she's the she wants to be the zombie, she doesn't want to she doesn't want to be there. She's not the zombie because she wants to get everybody. <laughs> oh, I like that. She's she, a oh, terror. my kids That's are terrorists. Right. Like y'all don't understand. <laughs> my kids are terrorists and they want to ruin everybody's lives just like their mom. <laughs> you know some people know yeah mm-hmm. so we find out that they've had this very like quiet secret conversation um and Montel gets up goes in the bathroom and is crying and is very yeah. upset so Kevon Burns who is the creator and producer one of the producers of Chasing Atlanta goes in and checks with Akeem I'm sorry, not I came with Montel after the conversation. Um, Montel says, I'm good. Montel collects his thing. Montel um, punches. Montel, Montel collects his items and goes home and beats with his things. <laughs> he said, I am going to go home and I'm going to go be among my things. I'm not going to deal with this. Also, did you get that, that like shady ass text that they put over? Where it was like, oh, Montel left the venue after yeah. I said something he shouldn't yeah. have. Bitch, <laughs> I died. It was like, these niggas is just awful. <laughs> um, so people are wondering, like, what has happened? So they start talking to Akeem about it, right? Akeem comes up with this um, whole other, whole other thing that he apparently at the time, at least they made it seem like he did not even talk to right. Montel about. So apparently... 
Akeem was like, yeah, I had sex with Montel's but no, ex-boyfriend, he, yeah, roommate. Yeah, he like was sleeping with the roommate and then the ex-boyfriend came in and was like filling him up. But he like presented what it was. this he like, was like I, I was sexually assaulted and y'all should be comforting me. That, yeah, it was... That that was at the um that was at the producer force group. Yeah, it was weird. At the the energy, his shit at the fashion show was his energy at the fashion show was like I fucked both these niggas. Everybody, he yeah, his energy at the fashion show was like I fucked both of them and what? But then at the like weird ass therapy session was like I'm a victim. Y'all should be comforting me. It was like it was very strange. Right. It was weird. It felt very, I don't know. It just, ugh. it just, it wanted and set right. Yeah, I was spirit. like, what are we like, doing it, it, None here? of that shit set right Like, I was spirit. very, very confused. I was just like, what are we, why? Why is this a thing? Well, that's why, girl, thank God for people like Sky. Because Sky, Sky sat there and let Akeem explain himself. And then Sky went after <laughs> <laughs> He was, bitch, when Aki was explaining himself, the sky was just so calm. And he was like, but why would you think that this would be the best time to tell him anything about being exposed? And Sky also said, why would you sit here and tell me this about his ex-boyfriend when you haven't even told him? Sky was so calm during that. And then Sky let his ass fucking have it. What? Let's get into the bathroom because all this shit goes. It down does, in the and I was just like, "So y'all niggas just all right." At somebody else's fashion show, mind you, this is Cameron a guest, is a guest. invited guest. Like, girl, don't bring your a friends guest. in here acting stupid, bitch. Like, is we stupid? These niggas are at somebody else's gig, acting a whole ass fool. fool in a goddamn public all up restroom. in the restroom, acting a whole ass fool like y'all wasn't invited here exactly it's like nigga and I get I understand fully completely utterly why Sky reacted the way he did in the bathroom with a king where it became very I'm not gonna let you bitches do and I'm not gonna deal with this shit because the fact of the matter is that Akeem ran his ran around ran his mouth to everybody about this like dick dick touching situation right for, for truthfully for truthfully, excuse me, no reason. At all. At all other, other than, than being to be messy. messy on yeah. That is it. That was it. Like, that was the only reason why he did that shit. And that, that's, I, that made me feel bad for Montel. Because Montel truly was the adult in that situation by getting the fuck up and getting the fuck out. Because had that been any other bitch, especially with the, like, background boyfriend touching dig sleeping blah 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 blah, shit akeem would have been dead very done doa deceased because i said i was like see that shit couldn't have been me because this bitch would have got his ass whooped because you're trying to cross the issue because the fact is you waited six fucking months to tell me this shit bitch you want to be messy and i would have beat your ass or yes (laughs) and you're doing and you're and he didn't even tell him about right. it in that moment. He told everybody else about it. He was trying to tell Montel that his ex-boyfriend was going to expose him. So Sky checks the dog, dog shit out of Akeem. 
and that was pretty much it at the bathroom. At the bath, yeah, at the bathroom. <laughs> at Cameron's fashion show in the bathroom. Um, we see Lauren shop. It's a bunch of nothing. Shout out to her for making a dream work and right. making her money. She's just talking about opening shop and business and business and business. Um, okay, so let's get to the group therapy session, um, and then we'll get into the reunion. And then guess what, bitch? Our four four times trying to do this chasing Atlanta shit will be done. We can move on to sixty days in. Yes, the next show is sixty days in. He announced it before we, you know, whatever. The next show is sixty days in. Season four of sixty days in. So if y'all want to watch to follow along, feel free. Wow. But the next show is the season four of 60 Days In. Season four, 60 Days In. Okay, so we get to um, producer force group therapy. And it is conducted by a registered life coach by the name of, I think his name is like G Smalls. It was something like G Smalls. Um, who is very attractive man? He very is. He man. was super cute. Like I was like, okay, therapist. He's very handsome. Right. It's like okay, you can therapy. I got some therapy I <laughs> on the front half, below the waist. It's called my penis. Coming. I'm done. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> so. Sky is the first person that shows up and is kind of going over the issues um, with G Smalls, giving him just a little bit of a, um, an idea of what's happening and why that the whole group is going to be going. So everybody's in group therapy. Q mm. uh, is as late. As per usual. As usual. Eric is late. Er. Yeah, it was like... He walked in, in disrupted the whole shit. Like, I was like, Eric, go sit he down. He was like, hey, y'all. But see, that's why I like Eric. Because Eric just seems like he's, he just seems like he's just trying to have a good time. He's like, oh, we doing group therapy? Oh, okay. He, bitch come in the room. Hey, girl, what's up? Give me a hug. Hey, hey, girl, hey. Oh, yeah, we got these issues. Okay, let's work it out. <laughs> so we're at group therapy. And the biggest takeaways, let's just focus on those. Because Lyric, well, Lyric talks about being, um, having issues with depression and anxiety, and that was very relatable. Yeah. I was like, okay, so this makes sense why you're not really on this season right, 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 that right. much. And why you're not on any of these shows. Because as a person with depression and anxiety, you don't exactly. need to be anywhere near this kind of exactly. shit. Exactly. This, that, this just, isn't for you. No. It's not for you in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, so yeah, we find out Lyric has depression and anxiety and he has been, he's decided not to go on medication, but he has Jesus doing art therapy. I he guess, has Jesus. He has found a relationship Jesus. with God and Jesus fixed his a relationship depression. With God. And I really want to stop this narrative because it is great to have Jesus, but it is therapy, bitch medication ho well you gotta we give need him to, a little I bit of credit i don't too, take away i don't take away that. from his journey but what we need to do is stop this narrative that all mental health issues can be fixed by jesus because that's not a real thing oh we no need definitely to stop this 
I'm not saying that a relationship with the Lord can't improve your spirit. But we need to stop yes. demonizing the fact that some people need medication. We need to stop it. Oh, yeah, like, no. And definitely. that's what that was and given to me. Because it was very much, he was like, but Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus. But it's like, stop, because you got therapy. Well, he Eventually, talked about that too at the reunion. Not in the moment. Where he but said, that's what I'm saying. No, like, not in, in the, the moment. moment. It's like, but Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus. But it's like, Stop, because you got therapy. And say that. There's nothing wrong with that. He said he got therapy, too. He didn't say yeah. that at that no, time. No, he always owns up. No, he, he did. He kept said, saying I was in therapy through his and I found relationship God. with God. That's what he kept saying. He didn't well, say he that therapy until said, I'm later. I'm in therapy, and I've strengthened my relationship with God. Like, he's always said that he was in therapy. And I do appreciate the fact that at the reunion... Um, because Lyric's part was so small about this, it was like a couple of yeah. minutes. Um, he does say, this is what worked for me. And some people do need medication. So yeah, later at the reunion. And but I just like, it's just like thing. they kept pushing this Jesus narrative, which is fine. He, he kind of. I mean, that's what I, mean, I took from it. And I just want to, I just want to be clear that. Yes, a relationship with God is great. We all know Jesus. Like, we, you should. You should know your creator. You should have your relationship with the Lord, whatever, whatever. You should have faith in, in something, something outside, outside of, yourself. of yourself. Whatever that may be. That's mm -hmm. great. But also yep. understand you can have Jesus and therapy coexisting. Ooh. We need to mm -hmm. not demonize therapy in the name of Jesus. And that's really my no, and I don't think that's but what that's he was how doing it came all. off to like, me. He, and if I got it like that, somebody else could have got it like that. And see, I didn't perceive it like that at all because he did state that he had been. He said it multiple times he had he been did in therapy, say that, and he had also found and strengthened his. But relationship that's the with thing; it was, it was like, like okay, so much of it was focused on the relationship with God that the therapy got lost. So the therapy to me almost sound like an afterthought. And I just want people to know that I, and it's not just me. It's every, like you can have Jesus and therapy at the same time. Like just because you know Jesus yeah. doesn't mean that you can't get therapy. And it's like a lot of people don't oh, acknowledge yeah. that. And I want to, cause you know me, I'm a proponent of therapy until the day I die. I've had therapy. I had a therapist for a long time. My kid talks to a therapist. I am a proponent of therapy. Because I think everybody should have a therapist. But it's like we gotta we gotta oh, yeah. not we gotta not do one in favor of, you know? No, you and I think that all of like everybody's emotional health is it's a journey that they have to figure out what works for Very much so. them. I am not a person that, for my mental health, um, my own relationship with my God is a big yeah. portion for um, that helps me to kind of just like hold on exactly. and get through. But I've also done therapy in the past. I've also done antidepressants. Right. Um, and everybody's journey is different. Right. 
everybody's journey is different. Hence why they're at this group exactly. therapy session. Um, so Devon talks about, oh, the shit with Gardini and a Gardini coming on the show. And somebody wanting to bring, have Gardini bring Nico, who, if you remember from the last episode, was the person who Sky was managing at the time and they fell out. Um, wanting to bring him on the show to kind Which of start was weird some to shit. Me. Uh, I mean, it made sense. Like, you bring niggas on the show exactly. to start problems. Like, that's. It's just, that's like any, like, reality show. Yeah. It no. was like you bring Oof, niggas to start speak. problems, but it's also like. If y'all claiming that y'all not trying to be like every other reality show, why do this? Well, the nice thing was Devon and Gardini both saying um, there was no need for Gardini to do it. Because what we find out, too, is at the same time, Sky had a um, an ex of his yeah. past, which is grieving is yeah. fucking awful. Um, and Gardini states that, yo, I saw, I wasn't going to do it anyway. And after I saw what you were going through, I immediately was like, I'm mm-hmm. not doing that to that lady. And then Sky goes into all of the shit that he's been going through. So people have been saying that Sky, like Sky, some of Sky's friends or cast members rather, had been saying that they felt like Sky wasn't there for them. But they didn't know that Sky was dealing with the fallout of the Nico shit. Sky was evicted. And as well as Sky was dealing with coping with the right. death of an ex, and also if you remember too that first season when Sky like his daddy, yeah, shit, when he like, didn't even know was, his father yeah, had like recovered, yeah. like this nigga is dealing with like a ton of mm-hmm. fucking shit, and we get to like see Sky not be so tough, and he just opens up, and I think having sky open up in that moment um definitely helped to turn the tides for the most part of the discussion because sky had been so tough for these last two seasons now well oh and q and sky had their words q was an asshole sky shut his ass he was because he always some bullshit that's just like why though because he's a fucking mess. He is a nasty fucking mess. And I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't know why. And I I just, it's just, ugh, Right, right. <laughs> it's just like, what are we doing? Um, it's like, why are you, why are you doing this? Like, seriously, why are you doing this, sir? It is... It is unnecessary. Like it, I just felt like it was unnecessary for him to come in on that. We're two season five episodes in, and I haven't seen anybody hold a business meeting. This is we're supposed to be chasing our dreams. It's like at the at the very end of the day. But this it's like is why I gotta hold show. a business meeting in front like, of you? This is supposed to be a arguing. Exactly. It's like nigga, what the fuck do I owe you? And actually, if you want to be one hundred about it. When Q was at that goddamn business mixer, he acted like a plum ass fucking fool. So why he would did. I one hold a business meeting for you to see or to invite you to anything? Right. You and the most struggly ass frozen Kool Aid braids in the back of your good goddamn head. <laughs> I'm Nigga, mad no. you said braids is like two fucking salamanders trying shut to up, escape the dryness up, of the up, desert. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's wrap this shit up. This they did. Let's like they're crawling up the up. back. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> it's the truth. Um. Oh, so Montel too. Montel and Akeem. So Montel and Akeem attempt to come to some resolution at least twice during this. And when Akeem said, damn it, what the fuck did that nigga say that everybody started laughing and Montel got up, grabbed his bag and left the room? <laughs> Cut the cameras off. Cut these fucking cameras off. And, this nigga said, and I was talking to you and I was talking to you and this nigga grabbed his shit and it was like, out. <laughs> I can't remember what this nigga said. It was so fucking funny because he didn't even mean it that way. Nonetheless, they come to a resolution and Akeem realizes, at least they try and get Akeem to realize the weight of the words, the weight right. of his words. And, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with people and one person, regardless of sexuality, gender, economic status, begins to talk about somebody else's ex in the manner in which Akeem was talking about Montel's ex, you become fucking defensive. Like, the only reason why you would have that kind of conversation as publicly and vocally as he had is if you trying, trying to fight to the bitch. Like, and that's yeah. just really what it is. You trying to dead ass start some shit. So they, they actually kind of come to some resolution amongst that. Um, were there any other things that were resolved? Sky and Gardini resolved their shit. Akeem and Montel resolved their shit. That was pretty much it. All right, let's get yeah. to the reunion. All right, so we get another reunion that Devon shuts down, but this year they said, "Nigga, you not getting your own special." It's episode. just over. We tried to teach you last. Yes, Madison said, "I'm it's not with the shits." So bye, bitch. Okay, let's let's just get to the fight, okay? Because one of the most important moments of this reunion is when that fight started, and T.S. Madison lightly, politely. And might I add, very slightly got her ass up from that chair, went behind that curtain, and disappeared. She like said that. that she bitch said, was "Send gone. me the video. I'll post it." But I'm out. <laughs> did, did she? She said, "We about to go eat." <laughs> T.S. Madison was not here said, for okay, the bullshit, girl, and that's why in I the video, stand girl. We about to go for T.S. Madison. Girl, T.S. Madison was everything. Oh, and Devon. <laughs> No, not Devon. Montel. When Devon for, when, started getting up and screaming and taking off his shit screaming bitch and taking off his shoes, why Montel go over there with that mama arm? He <laughs> was just like trying to shove his hands back like right. your ass back here. And then the boyfriend come up Montel's ass go, oh no, I am not security. <laughs> <laughs> that poor boy. That reunion was a it fucking was. So like, just like any other reunion, it was a recap of all the shit that we've pretty much already talked about. Um, there wasn't anything really uh, slant, s- s- scandalous. There we go. <laughs> scandalous about the reunion. Um, other than Gardini showing up late, telling me why I was at Dr. Curbs like, and I what? couldn't get my surgery done because my blood pressure was too high. When this nigga said my blood pressure was too high, I was like, girl, you mm-hmm. came here on some bullshit. And she sure the fuck did. 
This girl came here with every fucking public record she could find, and most of it was nothing. Like she, what is your full name? Uh, so we're talking about right. Lauren, right? And this isn't intended to like dead name somebody, but the name is part of it. So she goes, "What is your name, Jaylon? What is your name?" And she says, "Jaylon Aaron." And Gardini goes, "No, it's Jaylon Eric White." Like we were supposed to like all jump up and scream. Oh my god, oh my god this, this bitch is like found it out. <laughs> like the team was a whole bunch. It was a whole bunch of nothing. It's like, oh, you ain't even licensed. It's like, do you see this audience? These girls, everybody in this audience is going to people who are not licensed in doing hair. I don't think I know anybody that actually goes anybody licensed to doing hair. It's just some shit that you just fucking do. Like, get the fuck. I mean, my stylist I is licensed. I thought Gardini was going to but bring But his team was heat. very, very stale. <laughs> it wasn't even stale, girl. It wasn't stale. It wasn't lukewarm. It was just a tea bag sitting in a bunch of old cold ass water and a mug on old dirty right. ass counter. It was, it was sad. It was sad. It was like diner tea. It was not good. Just send it back, ma'am. It was a very thin layer of grease on top. No, there was nothing to it. I think that pretty much nothing was there at the reunion. Lauren looked that like reunion Wendy wasn't Houston. giving shit else, but that that, was pretty much like, it. that's it. That was it, and the audience fucked up the reunion yeah. again. That was that was it. That was pretty much it. Right. That's it. The I reunion wasn't giving nothing else. No, and Montel and his train. The train. That mama kept we gotta, adjusting the, the train. train. Bitch. And I love, I did, I did kind of cackle at the fact that they had both Lauren and Montel and both of their trains. Yeah. I was like, okay, whoever did the seating, that was cute. Especially because it was the, like, the dark, the light in right. both of their trains. Like, all right, I give you that. I give you that. Akeem was drunk. As fuck. Uh, didn't even Akeem know where he was. rambling after the fight. That nigga didn't know where he was. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know who he was, what right. he had been drinking. That As, nigga was yeah. lost. Just gone. gone forgotten. Just, just done. But it was it was funny, though, like, at the end, when he's, like, drunk there rambling with Gardini, talking about his credit score, credit score and his BMW and about how um, season three all is about all the about numbers. the numbers. <laughs> Mind you, this nigga didn't make it to season three. Not at <laughs> However, he did make it to G-Status ATL Hustle. Is he so over shout there? Out to them. I need to go watch that now. Yeah, he's over there. He's been over there I for I need to seasons. watch that. He's been over there stirring trouble. I definitely need trouble. to watch it. Girl... This season, a nigga put, uh, smashed a piece of Ooh. cake in his face. I can't. Not smashed the cake. Cake is, you wasting good cake? It was a Wait mess. A and we actually, this season of G Status, we actually get our first Akeem fight because there's this little Puerto Rican trans woman who oh. keeps saying nigga. Okay. So it's a complicated fight. It on is two different because levels. Puerto Ricans are black. Yes. But I know a lot of like black people don't like to recognize them as black because they always say I'm Hispanic and well, not black, but they're black. And it's very But some of them A lot of them don't. It's it's like very themselves. weird colorism within the Puerto Rican and Dominican community. Awesome. But they're black than a motherfucker. You are like being Puerto Rican. Yeah. Be Puerto Rican. It's weird. We got enough of us over here. You just be Puerto Rican, and I'll be more than happy. But to Puerto Ricans are black. Like, you want to be Afro Latino? Guess what? 
I'm gonna respect you. Yeah, again. you identify how you want to identify, you but if we really want to talk about it, Puerto Ricans that's it. are but black. That's why I'm gonna just put like Dominicans you. are black. Actually, I don't even know if she is Puerto and Rican. And it's weird. He kept calling her a white woman Ooh. with a pink wig on. <laughs> He's like, the police gonna pull up with this white one with the pink one. Bitch, let me tell you, this 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 girl, delicious, is standing there with her back against the door, heels in her hand, and this nigga Akeem goes up. You see this? No. He goes up. This delicious uh-uh. shoes, right? He just go. No, see. Throw them bitches in the parking lot, no. start beating her ass. No, <laughs> Bitch, I scream. I say, oh my do. goodness, this is wrong. This is so wrong on so many levels. Like he beating up this trans woman and this trans woman saying, "Nigga, like this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much for the political correctness in me. This is too much." But it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, that is Chasing Atlanta seasons one and two, with a B side of Real Housewives of Potomac. We will be back reunion. for season four, one. Uh, sixty days in. And we'll probably talk about part two of Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion. Yeah, because it's it's just going going to to happen. Season four, 60 Days In is wild. So we'll be back to talk about that. Yes. Um, If you. Oh, season four is so good. If you stayed this long, thank you. (laughs) These niggas are just cleaning their house and doing this. They are. But I'm about to take my drunk ass to bed. Bitch, I got to pee and take a shower, yeah. All right. Bye. Over and out. Bye, y'all.